fed up with the current state of wrestling? Our hosts discuss things from the wrestling archives and enter the ring for WrestleShock. Now, join Alan Price and Chris Fint for their commentary. Welcome to another episode of WrestleShock Reviews. Uh, as you all will know that uh, I do WrestleShock with Mike Lacey. Uh, decided to take a bit of a left turn today. Somebody hasn't been on the show for a while. Please, Mr. Guest, introduce yourself. Guess Finally, who's The Rock. <laughs> yes. Guess who's back? Yes. Back again. Yes. Alan's back. Like a bad. This is sad. Like a bad, <laughs> like a bad smell. Yes, yeah, so uh, yeah, so thanks for letting me take Wrestle Shock in a different direction. As the Rock says, I have come home. Oh, happy! <laughs> Please go away. <laughs> no, but it's good to see Wrestle Shock driving, Christopher. Yeah, it's been fun to actually do, and obviously, um, as some of you may know, you know, like we have our, our Twitter feed now, which is, which is at Wrestle Shock three one six. Obviously, what does three one six pertain to? Mm, I what exactly does it pertain to? Yeah. What is my watch saying? But anyway, um, I digress. Uh, yeah, so Alan's going to help me do a couple of reviews. Um, we've got two reviews today. Um, we have the epic journey of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, Mike and I was going to do this, but unfortunately, we just can't get our schedules to work um, to do review shows. I think secretly he just doesn't like you anymore. Yeah, well, that maybe the, the case. came off the bandwagon that already. Maybe the case, you know, <laughs> like he's not sending me free stuff. He's not sending me anything, you know. And he's hiding your art books and all that. Exactly, sort of stuff, exactly. You know. you know, Rory Bradfield should come on this because I, he sent me a Mister Perfect figure. Which is a pretty awesome looking one. Pretty awesome, yeah. And the other one we're going to be reviewing is the best pay-per-view matches of 2011. Which Ooh. one would you like to do first, Alan? Sure, we'll do The Rock first. Okay. So as always, I don't know if you listen to the show or not, Alan. No, um, I don't. It's rubbish. <laughs> yeah, I, <read laughs> I out joke, the, I joke. I read out the little synopsis thing here. That's sure, Silvervision always send. Um, obviously, these are all um, sent by Silvervision.co.uk. Review samples for me to watch and obviously review, hence why I'm reviewing them. So a lot of you, uh, a lot of people may have already got this, and to be honest with you, um, if you watch Stone Cold Steve Austin's um, Blu-ray or DVD, as latest one, this ranks up there. But more than that, you know what to expect. Before there was WrestleMania 28, John Cena versus The Rock, boots to asses. Just bring it. The Rock and that connection. The millions. Stone Cold versus The Rock. May 2, 1972, my son was born. One man born into this world to change it forever from a remarkable lineage. My sole purpose is to just make my family proud. He conquered the gridiron. Number 94, Wayne Johnson, 
The Ring. There's only one number one spot, and I'm going to take it. Arguably the greatest superstar in the history of our business. Hollywood. The Rock. The Rock's so hot this year. You just knew this guy was going to reach an audience far above and beyond what anyone else ever had. And now... Finally! is a once-in-a-lifetime journey of a once-in-a-lifetime superstar. The epic journey of Dwayne The Rock Johnson on DVD and Blu-ray now. So from his time as an American football player with the University of Miami to his dominance of the WWE during the Attitude Era and his eventual takeover of Hollywood, The Rock is one of the most iconic superstars in WWE history. For the first time ever, the epic journey of Dwayne The Rock Johnson tells the story behind the rise of the Great One. The grandson of High Chief Peter Maivia and the son of Rocky Johnson, The Rock was destined to become a third generation WWE superstar, featuring a brand new interview with the man himself, along with comments from his family and fellow superstars, including Vince McMahon. I would say his boss before I would say superstars. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin and the game Triple H. This triple DVD release gives fans unparalleled insight in the life of the most electrifying man in sports entertainment history. Loaded with almost seven hours of musty action, the epic journey of Dwayne The Rock Johnson contains some of the Brahma Bulls' most famous matches against a variety of legendary opponents including Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle, Stone Cold Steve Austin, the nature boy Ric Flair, Brock Lesnar and the immortal Hulk Hogan. The Epic Journey of Dwayne The Rock Johnson storms on the triple DVD and extended double disc Blu-ray containing highlights of his recent feud with WrestleMania opponent John Cena. Um, so it's available at all good retailers and online at silvervision.co.uk. So there you go. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so you have a couple of things here like a couple of uh, on the DVDs. Obviously the first one uh, this is why Alan probably wants to cover this is because it's more like an autobiography kind of thing. Yep, these are the sort of DVDs or Blu-rays I like is when they properly go into the documentary style. So they did it with Stone Cold's one. They're doing it with this one. They've They did it with one of my most favourite DVDs released by WD and that was Rowdy Piper's one. Mm -hmm. It is a fantastic DVD with the documentary. But the thing with these recent ones with both Stone Cold's and The Rock's DVDs slash Blu-rays is in the past the documentaries have maybe been what an hour and twenty minutes pushing it. Yeah. These both eclipse the two hour mark. Yeah. And Stone Cold's goes like to it. like Stone Cold's goes I think to like just over two and a half hours. Yeah. And this isn't far behind it. It literally, like Chris said, does not feel like it. You could sit down and watch these and be totally engrossed and then look at the clock and go, oh really, is that the time? Yeah. It'd be like if, uh, like some people love watching Lord of the Rings, personally speaking, I don't and I get really tired after watching it. <laughs> so it's like you just go into, it's like you go going to see the Avengers, everybody loved the Avengers and I have yet to see a bad review about this or Stone Cold's yeah. latest release and I really wish they would do this with the likes of say The Undertaker or Triple H or someone like that I think we'll see it with Undertaker when he's when it is confirmed his days are done mm -hmm. but definitely like, if one for Triple H and all as well would be really good yeah. I think they should you know get a couple of Legends ones done like this well, there's still no Ted DiBiase one even though and it's been they've been coming for the last three years yeah so it was like it was being lined up for when he was going into the Hall of Fame and then it just kind of never materialised and it's just like they keep saying it's coming and coming but it just hasn't made it yet. Mm -hmm. So some of the chapters on this you have um, 
whenever he ro- joined the Nation of Domination, mm-hmm. uh, the People's Champion, the Rock and Sock connection with my favorite wrestler ever. Uh, Icon versus Icon, the Rock concert, uh, Rock's done it all, you know, after he beat Austin. He's stuff. done it all, he's done it all. Um, whenever he came back to the WWE and Happy yeah. Birthday and things like that, you know, so mm-hmm. um, there's quite Sorry, a few. The main, the main couple on this that stand out for me is it is nice seeing the likes of the family stuff and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. That's the nice stuff to get you started. Um, it's always interesting because I was only just sort of coming into WWE at this sort of time um, so I never really experienced Rock as Rocky Maivia okay um, so to see the stuff where they were you could see them kind of trying to push him the way Cena has been in terms of yeah. he's Mr. Good Guy yeah and then the fans turned on him yeah but unlike being as stubborn as they are nowadays with Cena, they gave him the opportunity to turn heel. Yeah. And as we know, like Chris mentioned with the Nation of Domination part, is Nation of Domination wasn't ever really planned to be his launch pad. No. It was meant to be Farouk's. <laughs> and basically, Rock just stole the sunshine right out from under him. Um, so that is a really really good part uh, as Chris mentioned Rock and Sock yay fun times um, we don't talk th- about that in my show get, <laughs> get on the next subject quick the one thing I do have to say about it though is the um, thing that's mentioned about the ratings of <laughs> the celebration yeah like Vince is going this is so cool. it's funny but it, it's, it took it's too much time go- it's going on too long and that was the highest rating in like I think what was it like yeah, but even he said, like, yeah, but I didn't think it was that funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, then there is um, Icon versus Icon, you know, Rock and Hogan. Yeah. What do you expect? There's also obviously mention of him and Austin at 17, etc. Then he goes to Hollywood. And then they start the explanation again of you can't take the fans for granted. Uh-huh. And there we see the footage of. Uh, I think it was was it the Raw 10th anniversary thing in yes. New York yeah and we, he's on the screen with Jericho we yeah we watched not too, not too long ago and literally the fans are booing the hell out of mm-hmm. him and he's trying to act yeah. still the face still the good guy I'm the rock yeah, but, but the fans but are booing the hell out then he says like I'm going to come back and you're, you're not going to be ready for what you see nobody's going to be ready nobody's going to know uh, what's going to happen whenever I come back and that's that's whenever he came back and, and that's when you get your kind of you could say Hollywood Hogan rock you know yeah. he is Mr. Hollywood now yeah. and he's like and that's I'm whenever, too good for you that's whenever him Hogan had the match at No Way Out 2003 and yeah. he's like spat in his face and stuff mm-hmm. which was a far cry from the rock he was whenever he fought him at because obviously he's the, the bad guy Hogan's now back to the red and yeah. yellow mm-hmm. so so it's another role reversal Exactly, and then you have him and Austin at 19, mm-hmm. which is my favourite match. Yes, well, thanks for letting me read out your paragraph or more <laughs> of like everything that you said. I know, I did say it was an essay. Mm-hmm. Well, I told people to go and get a cup of coffee. <laughs> Not as bad as Ben. Oh, sometimes Ben just writes Triple H. By Motorhead, enough said. That's it. <laughs> or sometimes Ben just give you hits you. Ben's like a trivia pursuit card. He like gives you like little bits of trivia that you'd never ever know. Oh yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. Uh, and then of course, obviously, after all that, he goes back to Hollywood, and we see finally The Rock coming home, 
And there's the whole run-up to the Cena thing mm-hmm. at Mania. I think one of the coolest parts in that is the happy birthday part. Yeah. Because seeing seeing Vince on stage, and you can see literally Vince is about to tear up. Yeah. Because you can see his kind of eyes are going and his mouth's going. And he's like, uh You can see that man is happy that he knew, and we knew, The Rock didn't have to come back. He mm-hmm. never had to come back. I know. But he did. And you could see that Vince appreciated it. Because I think, what is it? There's one part in this that Vince goes basically, he said, you know, he's said to Rock, here's your toy box whenever, yeah. you, whenever you want to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. Which I think is fantastic. Which I think means we'll see a bit more Rock over the years to come. Because mm-hmm. if there's potentially a 29, you know, we're just skipping about that he could be having another match. I think if we were to maybe have Rock at every Wrestlemania or every other Wrestlemania it would work work. if it works for The Undertaker why can't it work for The Rock exactly you can do the build it would work personally because we're going to go to Wrestlemania 29 I would like to see Rock but I still would prefer the rumours that are flying of Austin being the truer of the two you said and I know it was Jamie that said, look, just give me Rock versus Austin one more time and I'd be happy. <laughs> and I think a lot of fans would really, mm-hmm. really, really love that. They would eat it up. Because you wouldn't need... You wouldn't with, need a build-up. You wouldn't need a build-up because you could literally just go, just put a picture on that screen and go, Rock, Austin, that pay-per-view would go like crazy. Yeah, but then <laughs> Cena and Rock didn't have that much of physical altercation. And yeah. you know, you wouldn't really need that with that, you know, like if you remember nineteen the rock doing the rock concert and you know, awesome coming out and interrupting and uh, the whole thing with, you know, uh the rock and hurricane and all that and mm-hmm. um it was just uh, I just loved the build up to that. Because there's a reason why Rock and Austin was up until recently the only match to happen three times on a WrestleMania card. Mm-hmm. Mind it is still technically the same match to main event three yeah. Wrestlemanias because I wouldn't call a couple of the Triple H taker matches you know main events no, I would call, call them a featured event no, but not a main event no I wouldn't call a 17 one a main event no, no no it was nowhere near a main event no um, but yeah that's the kind of documentary side to it you wanted to discuss quickly some of the matches yeah if I could find where I put them oh yeah so you have uh I quit match versus Mankind Royal Rumble twenty th- fourth uh, of January nineteen ninety nine. I don't know. I honestly don't know if this will have the chair shots in it. Mm, I would be surprised if it had the chair I shots. Don't know. I, but I don't know how they would get through it without showing the chair shots because mm. the chair shots were such a big part of it. Unless it just goes to the crowd and you just hear bang. Mm. Uh, Rock and Undertaker versus Ed and Christian uh, Raw eighteenth of December two thousand. Ro- Rock versus Ric Flair. Uh, July 2000 undisputed WWE match Rock versus Brock Lesnar SummerSlam 2002 mm-hmm. Rock versus that was obviously where we see him go away he yeah. has the bit of afters in the ring yeah. when the pay-per-view goes off yeah. um, the Rock concert too the Wrestlemania guest host and the People's Wrestlemania um, so there's quite there's there a lot there's quite a few there like you see his Survivor Series elimination match uh, Rocky Maivia Mark Marrow Barry Windham and Jake the Snake Roberts versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley Goldust Crush and Jerry the King Lawler from that's a hell of a combo of guys eh? yeah isn't it just isn't it just <laughs> but uh, yeah as I said this is just one DVD or Blu-ray that you can't kind of go without um, so obviously if you want to order it um, if you head over to silvervision.co.uk 
and the code for the Blu-ray is WWE BD1349 um, which runs 8 hours 23 minutes um, Blu-ray um, exclusive um, there's like the Survivor Series match um, that he teamed up with Cena against the Miz and R-Truth yeah uh, what's happened to the Miz I think they're teeing him up to go off TV to go film the Marine Oh, right, I think okay. they're going to get it. You know, I think there's going to get to a point where he's just frustrated as hell, and he's just going to go, "I quit" or something like that, or get himself fired or something. Okay. But he's due to go off TV, TV to film the Marine. Okay. Simple as. So I can see that's where it's going. Um, DVD is WWE one three four nine at seventeen ninety nine. It's a three disc set, and as always, the Silver Vision, you're saving yourself a ton of money. Uh, DVD runs six hours fifty four minutes. So like about an hour and a half extra value on the Blu-ray so it's mm-hmm. worth it um, the RRP and the Blu-ray is twenty nine ninety nine, and the RRP and the Blu-ray is thirty four ninety nine. so you're saving yourself like t- um, 12 pounds there 12 quid in the Blu-ray on each them. so it is available obviously in America if you go to like Amazon.com or your local Walmart, Walmart or anything like that mm-hmm. um, you'll get it there Okay, so we'll move on to the next one. Now, obviously, this will be one that Alan hasn't watched, but um, Alan's watched a lot of pay-per-views over 2011. Yep. So, so I should have seen some of them. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll just go through the matches and we'll see which one. And then at the end, I'll ask Mal- Alan what was his pay-per-view match Ooh. of 2011. If you had to just pick one, what what would it be? Okay. Okay, um, so... I would assume they're on this if it's meant to be the best WWE matches of 2011. Well, let's hope so. For WWE... 2011 was a year of surprises. How surreal must this be for Christian? Extreme. This is ridiculous. From the top of a ladder. And unrivaled pay-per-view matches. Now, look back on the most epic battles of the year with the best pay-per-view matches of 2011. From the untouchable streak of a phenom. What did we just see? He's not human. To the relentless wrath of a venomous champion. This three-disc collection recalls the most risk-taking... Oh, my God! ...painstaking, groundbreaking WWE pay-per-view moments of the year. Plus, Blu-ray exclusives including never-before-seen film from the grandest stage of them all. The best pay-per-view matches of 2011. Available now. So, um, celebrating another banner year for WWE Inside the Square Circle. Uh, Calm yourselves. WWE Best Pay-Per-View Matches 2011 showcases the most jaw-dropping, shoe-stealing performances for an unforgettable 12 months. Widely regarded as Match of the Year, the intense no-holds-bar match between the Deadman Undertaker and the game Triple H WrestleMania 27 is a bona fide classic that had the WWE Universe on the edge of their seats. Very much like I am now. As the cerebral assassin, bed. as the cerebral assassin, as my seat, vied to become the first man to ever defeat the phenom of the showcase of the Immortals, Alberto Del Rio, one of the fastest rising stars in sports entertainment history, Say also it properly. I can't. My parents are sleeping. <laughs> also features as he takes on WWE Champion John Cena and the Straight Edge Superstar CM Punk in a triple threat match. In a triple threat Hell in a Cell match. His past year saw numerous uh, superstars shatter the glass ceiling, and this triple DVD release uh, showcases breakout performance for both Dolph Ziggler, who attempts to wrest the World Heavyweight Championship from around the radar superstars' edges with at Royal Rumble 2011, and Captain Charisma Christian, whose feud with the Viper Randy Orton is here represented by their blistering No Holds Barred match from SummerSlam 2011. By the way, No Holds Barred is released for you people in America if you're a Hulk Hogan fan. 
packed with unforgettable action. Um, this DVD arrives in triple DVD, um, also available on double disc Blu-ray at all good DVD retailers and online at silvervision.co.uk, of course. So I just realised that has a double S. Yeah, it's a Zomathan. Yeah, <laughs> it's whenever Matt Morgan was there. Okay, so the they might be actually coming back to WWE. Yeah, I heard that TNA's used up all his dates. Yeah, they did that with Flair as well, which makes which technically makes him a free agent. I would like to see him back in WWE if he was used right. Well, considering WWE is land of the Giants, I could see him doing something mm-hmm. like that. Okay, so the first match is Edge versus Dolph Ziggler from Royal Rumble 30th of January 2011. Yeah, that was a really good match. Mm-hmm. I remember it was it was one I was really looking forward to in the build up. It was sort of one of those ones that WWE wouldn't have really focused too much on. Um, because obviously it's the Royal Rumble they're going to be building up the Royal Rumble match yeah. but it was really really understated and it came out really really well it's one of those things that makes me so annoyed that Ziggler is still where he is yeah. on the card it's it's ridiculous I find the same with Ziggler and Swagger yeah Swagger is good but Ziggler has the whole package so in my opinion like because he's just he's got the character he's got the in-ring talent I just think, even though Swagger's good, I just think Ziggler's being held back by him and Vicky. Because, mm-hmm. yes, they've both been world champions, but you wouldn't feel that if no, if you tuned into the programme and were never told they were world champions at this moment in time. I think a better tag team would be Ziggler and The Miz. Because mm-hmm. they're both, you know, like, show off, you know, like, I'm awesome, you're not. You know, yeah. So, you know, all, all that kind of thing. Uh, so yeah, I would agree with you that much. Obviously, there's going to be very few matches in this that either we say shouldn't be on this yeah. desk or we, we don't like. Next up was a match I was really, really impressed with, um, even though it has Rey Mysterio in it. <laughs> um, in fact, the next two you do. Edge versus Rey Mysterio versus Wade Barrett versus Kane versus Drew McIntyre versus Big Show. Um, that was Elimination Chamber, um, 20th of February. Um, you, can't, was, you can't usually go far wrong with Elimination Chambers. There was something to do with Drew McIntyre. There was going to be somebody else in it and he got injured. I think it was maybe Christian. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was him. I'm not not hundred percent sure. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but you know, he wasn't meant to be in it. I think this is the only time he got like a really big push in 2011. Right, it was because he kind of it was we'd been going along with Dream McIntyre and he'd been losing matches and all that sort of stuff, and then randomly he gets put in the elimination chamber, and you're like, huh? Yeah. And then it, it happened again this year in the uh, WrestleMania match the uh, the team Johnny versus team Teddy yes that's right again there was meant to be Christian yeah. Christian was meant to have been back in time for that uh-huh. match and he was going to be in it but he wasn't and then they put Drew in again yeah. and then he wrecked himself <laughs> true uh, but I was really impressed obviously Edge and Red Mysterio start this and they actually finish the match and Edge wins um, which was really really good to see Edge and Ray always have brilliant matches though they really have good chemistry between yeah, the two well they were a good tag team as well mm. um, back in the day I was watching something the other day and it was RVD and uh, Ray Mysterio was like 619 RVD you know mm. to do that next up was one of yours uh, my favourite matches from Wrestlemania 27 uh, which is Ray Mysterio versus Cody Rhodes yeah a really surprising wee match so it was didn't expect it to be as good but this was sort of the time frame where we were really starting to get impressed with Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. You really saw that Cody Rhodes was going to gather pace here. Um, didn't like his character at this stage. No, no I didn't like his smashed music. face behind his mask sort uh, of thing. Prefer his music now, too. Yes, exactly. His character now is more back to the way it was, the way we liked it, sort of a dashing Cody Rhodes. 
they're obviously not playing up the whole look at I'm look, going to look at my face I am so yeah. beautiful um, especially not in that voice <laughs> yeah um, but he's just arrogant heel he isn't even having a character to it it's just I'm an arrogant you know earth <laughs> um, but I think also most of it not back then but now with Cody Rose is he makes the Intercontinental title the Intercontinental title isn't making him yeah He's done what he said he would do not long after this match when mm-hmm. he went back to not wearing his mask. He said, I'm going to make the Intercontinental title respectable again. Yeah. And he pretty much has. So he much had, so. Because he had a 200 day plus reign until Big Show beat him at Mania. So much so that he's ranked number 24 in their greatest 25 um, superstars of all time now, will the Intercontinental champion, beating, yeah. beating Rey Mysterio yeah. as well. And exactly. that, like he did in this. But um, no, it was a good wee match again. They tried to play up the fact that um, you know Rey with his knee braces and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff, and then the fact of memory services mask comes off him, not Rey. Cody. Yeah, yeah, because then Ray, Ray puts it on him. Then he freaks out, and then but Cody kind of snaps, and then at the end, finish the match. Then he realizes he doesn't have his mask yeah. on. It's very much like Festus with the bell. You know, as soon as the bell goes, he's like, mm. you know, he was kind of, he, he was again, he was all self-conscious. Yeah, it's a good rematch. Uh, next one is from WrestleMania 27 again, which is Undertaker versus Triple H. Aye, all right. <laughs> you know, I preferred this year's match, yeah. WrestleMania twenty eight match. That to one, be honest. that match was all right. It's simply there because it's Undertaker's match, mm-hmm. you know, for Mania. Um, I remember when we were watching it. It was one of those ones that was just like you weren't bored, but you were just like, get on with it. <laughs> you know, get to the exciting part. Um, but like you say, in comparison to this year's match this year's match blew it out of the water the only thing I can remember from this was whenever Undertaker was running at Triple H and the steps were there and Triple H picked him up and spine bustered him yeah. through the announce table that was a pretty good spot yeah but you could tell it seemed like last year they just they were out of shape and out of puff mm. you could tell they were the older guys whereas this year you didn't really see it as much I don't know whether it was the style of match I think it was maybe because of the emotion thing you know like with yeah. Sean and stuff and kind of give them a minute or two to Aye, Sean being there kind of gave them mm. the extra time and well Sean Sean yeah. you know but no it was a good match but uh, by no you know stretch of the imagination a stellar out of this world Mio match Okay, next one is a ladder match for the vacant World Heavyweight Championship, which was Christian versus Alberto Del Rio from Extreme Rules. Which a certain someone made his appearance after he'd retired. Oh, that's when No. Is it not? No, you're... Th- is this not where... Uh, no, no, you're thinking... in the later pay-per-view. You're thinking the later pay-per-view, um, because that that's uh, Christian versus Oh, yeah, Orton. sorry, it's vacant. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, this is where he wins it, stage, and he's yeah. still a face, and then that's whenever Edge comes back yeah. and said, you moan, and you gurn, and, you know, just get on with it, and then he just walks off, and Christian's yeah, going. Yeah. Right, yeah. Su- right superstar, just wrong match. Yeah. But no, Del Rio has had some fantastic matches in this last I year. I really, really rate him, but as... Like I, I really liked Del Rio. I liked him, you know, around the you know, I was starting to gather pace and starting to like him around when he won the rumble, but just as time passes he just gets better and better, in my opinion. Um, as one of our friends and work says Joff, um, that with all the new superstars, all of them seem to be heels. Yeah. And but in a way that's actually good because that's the way you prove yourself. Mm is as a heel is that you can work the microphone you can work the match because 
if you watch matches, the heel pretty much dominates the entire match. Yeah. He carries the match. Because sure, how many times have we said if we've watched a John Cena match, he's the one that takes the beating for the most of the match. Yeah. It's the bad guy that's doing the beating up. Mm-hmm. And that's generally the way it is. And then it's the baby face makes the comeback. So to be a heel, not only do you have to be good in the microphone, have a good character, but you have to be, as they say, pretty much a ring general. True. Um, so yeah, good match. Um, this is the first time that Christian obviously mm-hmm. wins the belt. Um, doesn't hold it for particularly long. Ah, it was a short reign. This was like the was this the it was like the two days or something. Yeah, it was something recorded like on the that. Tuesday he yeah. lost. Um, but yeah, Del Rio's been a fantastic catch for WWE because if you've ever heard the story, he was in WWE development, wasn't getting anywhere, and was about to head home to Mexico because his wife was expecting a kid. And uh, I think it was Pat Patterson or something just said you should check this guy out because Ray had just got injured, mm-hmm. and they're like, we need we need a Mexican, we need somebody for that you know demographic and that you know race, so to say. And he got the chance, and basically, look where you know they have one of the yeah. best in ring performers at the minute. Uh, next is a match I don't really remember is from Capital Punishment is hey. like Rey Mysterio versus CM Punk. I don't remember it either because I didn't watch Capital Punishment. I remember the build-up for Capital Punishment, and hence if they were doing these mock things with presidential clips yeah, that yeah. they were having like Hornswoggle going, and then the president would answer him like he'd understood yeah. him and stuff like that. But no, I don't remember that. I think that was maybe one of the pay-per-views I skipped. Uh, so next is Raw Money in the Bank ladder match, um, which is Alberto Del Rio versus Kofi Kingston versus Evan Bourne versus Jack Swagger versus R Truth versus Miz versus Alex Riley versus Rey Mysterio. Again, another Rey Mysterio appearance, and the only appearance ever of Alex Riley. Yeah, <laughs> um, God help that guy. He had potential, and then he just disappeared off the face of the planet again. Yeah, um, this is obviously the match that uh, Del Rio wins. Mm-hmm. Money in the Bank matches, I love them, but for me, they've just lost a bit of prestige from going off WrestleMania. Yes. They always got me excited for WrestleMania that I knew that is the way that pay-per-view was going to kick off. Mm -hmm. That that match would get you pumped up and going for WrestleMania. Because, like, just think about some of the Money in the Bank matches. Simple one. Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, Edge were in one of the Money in the Banks. Mm -hmm. Jeff Hardy jumping off the top of the ladder, a really tall ladder in the ring, to Edge that was sat across... Our boy Finlay. Yes, uh, Ezra sat across the ladder, Jeff smashed him through it. Best participant ever in a Monday Bank ladder match, uh, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Boy, Lashley, could yes. he could climb those ladders. <laughs> Speaking of our guy, Finlay, I still laugh to this day about his one with Hornswoggle. Because obviously it's the one that Kennedy wins. Yeah. Finlay is, honestly, to God, for scared of heights. So he did not want to go up the ladder. That's why the spot was put in there with the Hornswoggle to climb yeah. the ladder. Um and obviously, as you know, Finley got pretty badly busted open in that yeah. match as well. He his hair part of his hair was kind of Ric Flair esque. Um, but yes, that match we remember Kennedy did the uh, flip with Hornswoggle off the top of it. But anyway, back to this match. Not, I think again, maybe possibly because it's not WrestleMania, just not that memorable. Mm. Cool because Del Rio won and stuff like that. But. Um, Again, there seem to be a few more guys in this one than in the past because yeah. they've usually been. Um, I think what was it six men or these eight men or something? Like yeah, that? yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 
a couple um, of extra guys. I don't understand why they have this pay-per-view because obviously we have a TLC match. So if you're going to have Money in the Bank match, why not have it as a lot yeah. match in the TLC mm-hmm. and take this away mm-hmm. and make yourself a different pay-per-view? Yeah. See, here's the thing. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy a pay-per-view solely for Money in the Bank being its selling point. I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy that pay-per-view. As well, for we that don't fact. buy any TNA ones. Well, yeah. But it's a match that can still get you excited if you say, you know, Money in the Bank, open a match at WrestleMania, you'll get excited because you know it's going to be high pace. It sets this, you know, it sets the scene for the match. But the do you think that may be a case of the thing they'll do now since the, um, this is the first time since WrestleMania 15 that we actually saw a Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania? Possibly, possibly. Um, it just depends. Okay. We shall see. We shall we'll see. move on to probably my pick of the best matches on best match on I have this. An idea. Uh, which is John Cena versus CM Punk yeah. from Money in the Bank. Yeah. Which was I just totally a, agree. a total epic match. And it's as much made by the fans. Yeah. Again, because there was the recent Raw not too long ago. The post the post uh, Mania Raw. Um, the crowd was fantastic. Again, here, yes, maybe something to do with it has to be the fact that it's CM Punk's hometown. Mm-hmm. But I think as well, apart from it being the crowd and being the in-ring, it was the build-up to it as well. Yeah. It's because things got a little bit real. Because there was kind of work shoots in here. You didn't know what was a work, you didn't know what was a shoot. And probably more was a shoot than you realised, because obviously we all thought, oh, Punk isn't really going and stuff like that. But then he drops his proverbial pipe bomb on Raw... You know, randomly he's walked out in a stone cold shirt. That's because and that sort of that's stuff. because it was his stone cold moment. Yeah, is the way you yeah. look at it. You know, you see him walk out in a stone cold shirt, and you're a bit like, "What?" And then he does the promo, and you're like, "Oh dear, things just got real." Yeah, and that just that was like you say his stone cold moment. Because mm-hmm. look at him now; he is the biggest superstar, bar Cena, in the WWE right now. Yeah, his merchandise literally outsold Cena for the next couple of months after that and his merchandise is still doing fantastically well because it wasn't it that he was wearing this white t-shirt the but he had the date right on the back it had the date in the back and everybody thought oh those shirts aren't going to get released because he's leaving yeah so I think one went for about $500 on eBay jeez and you know it's not like it was a shirt worn by CM Punk yeah. it was a shirt bought at the merchandise stand at that pay-per-view um, but yeah, even you know those points aside, crowd build up, etc. The in ring work for this was fantastic. Yeah, you even have to give it to Cena. Cena really proved himself in this match. Yes, credit has to be given to Punk. Punk is, as he says, the best in the world at the moment, alongside the likes of a Daniel Bryan. Um, but I think the finish is all well mm-hmm. has to be taken as a kind of everybody we thought. Punk's going to lose because he is leaving now. There's going to be some way that Cena's going to retain. Yeah. And then Punk won. And you're like, holy hell, things, have, things have been flipped in the head. That's whenever Vince and uh, Laurinaitis came out mm-hmm. and he went ring the bell and Laurinaitis went around and Cena punched him and like, not him. this way and then he goes in hits the GTS and then you see the epic moment of him sitting in the ring with the belt. Mm-hmm. You know, going, And then ah. in, up into the crowd and out of the arena before yeah. uh, anything could be done. Exactly. So yeah, awesome, awesome. It would match. be my. I would say that would probably be 
up there in my favourite matches. So this is a match wherever Edge returns, which is ah, a no yes. holds barred match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Christian versus Randy Orton from SummerSlam. Um, so this is obviously a fantastic, fantastic match. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just a a good match. Um, the fact that Christian has gone heel now, and you mm-hmm. know, like he thinks because he has Edge in his corner, he's got the upper hand. Yep. And obviously, he Uh-oh. just doesn't win here at all. Um, and we go on to really I don't understand this is the first of two appearances by this man um, which is the World Heavyweight Championship from Night of Champions Randy Orton versus Mark Henry again that would be a match carried by Randy Orton as the guy getting beat up selling for Mark Henry mm-hmm. no offence to Mark Henry I would have said for your years of service yes you deserved a World Heavyweight title but it's taking you 10 years to get this far yes it's taking you to get that far and again, it has been a case of it's something WWE have planned to do for years and years and years, mm-hmm. and, and they've the team's never got there. He's always injured. That's why he's got injured, or somebody else has came along. Mm-hmm. You know, some new guy that has been the better fit. Because obviously, you had Sheamus not so long before yeah. this that took flipping WWE by storm, won yeah. two WWE title reigns in his first year. And there was someone either pushing aside or he was injured. Like I say. Deserved, but a match of the year contender, not really. Then we go on to uh, Night of Champions again, no disqualification match, uh, Triple H versus CM Punk. Yeah, a decent enough wee match, but um, an extremely out of shape Triple H. Mm-hmm. Potbelly Triple H, as I'm calling him. Um, you could see a bit of rust with Triple H in this one, and again, CM Punk was carrying it yeah. because obviously this had got built up too because obviously CM Punk had and at this stage we you know thought he'd probably left but then they realised this is a guy we can't lose after the reaction he got with the pipe bomb segment mm-hmm. and also we do realise he was kept on and stuff but the likes of his trip to San Diego Comic Con yeah. were obviously around that time because of the punk thing, Vince had got relieved of his powers and stuff, and Triple H had took over. So, Punk just walked into the WWE panel at San Diego, and Triple H happened to be there, I think, with Ray, mm-hmm. and just again dropped what appeared to be a pipe bomb. Yeah. And Triple H was like, you know, come back, we can organize something, all that sort of stuff. And then there was friction happening between them, and then yeah. it led into this match, which again was a good build up, but again, it's just like. Triple H was kind of at the point of he's just having matches for the sake of it now. Mm-hmm. And then he teamed with Punk later mm-hmm. on as well. That he did, yep. Uh, the next is the only Divas match on this, Woo-hey! which is Kelly Kelly versus Beth Phoenix, Hell in a Cell. Match of the year. There was actually a match on the Best of Ron Smackdown, which was Natalia versus. I think it was Natalia versus Beth. I actually don't think they faced in WWE. I, that's what I've been told. But. Yeah. Maybe it was Natalia versus Kelly. It was Natalia versus somebody, and it mm. was actually a really, really yeah. good match. Which I'm actually looking forward to at the Over the Limit pay per view, the Layla versus Beth Phoenix match. Because I'll tell you now, Layla has actually dramatically improved in the ring mm-hmm. over time. That girl has yeah. done amazing. So I look forward to that. We have our penultimate match: uh, triple threat Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship. John Cena versus CM Punk versus Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, that was actually a pretty good match. Um, Again, you were kind of like, should have it been a triple threat, you know? And obviously, they were still trying at this stage to you know keep Del Rio in the mind of everybody yeah. and stuff. Um, but 
it's just one of those ones I think we'll, we'll, we'll all forget over time. Mm-hmm. It'll just be one of those moments. It it's kind of got to the point of where that you know where the hell of a cell was getting overused. Yeah, yeah. Hell of a cell should only be really used for likes of I'm not saying a mania, mm-hmm. but very sparingly. Yeah, very much like the elimination chamber. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's one. It shouldn't so. be like yearly pay per views. And the last match in this is the World Heavyweight Championship match: Mark Henry versus Big Show from Vengeance, twenty third of October. I think why that's, is that the last match? Because like, that's seriously, the one, folks. That's the one that the ring collapses. That's why. So the carbon copy of the Big Show Brock Lesnar moment that they then pretended to forget never happened. Yeah, pretty much because there was no plans, obviously, for Brock Lesnar to return at that stage, and then he did return. Like, oh dear, right? Are you ever going to acknowledge that moment? Probably have to at some stage. No. Um, yeah, so that's that. If you want to order from silverversion.co.uk, the DVD, um, RRP's twenty nine ninety nine. Of course, you don't get it for that. You get it for seventeen ninety nine. <laughs> uh, running time seven hours two minutes. Two DVDs. Uh, Blu-ray is eight hours twenty six minutes. So we've got an hour and twenty four minutes extra. Mm. Um, and the RRP is thirty four ninety nine. Of course, you don't get it for that. You get it for twenty two. What do you get it for, Chris? Twenty two ninety nine with all these WWE DVDs. You seem to save twelve pounds. What a bargain! Indeed, what a savings. And what are the codes, Chris? Uh, I don't know. WWE DVD one three four four or WWE BD one three four four. So yeah, there that's, you go. That's correct. Yes. So that's going to conclude it for now. Obviously, WrestleMania twenty eight's just come out on Blu ray in America. I think it's next month. I think it's June time that we I actually get this. Um, full length Hall of Fame. That alone is worth the purchase. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not sure if the re- uh, the American ones are reason free or not. Um, so we need to see that. I don't think WWE ones usually are. They have been in the past, but apparently yeah. with one of the later ones, I think it's either Royal Rumble or Elimination Chamber, um, they haven't been. Right. Um, so I don't know. So um, yeah. So Alan, thanks very much for coming Thank on. Thank you very much. Um, if there's anything you would like <laughs> to promote, feel free to do so, sir. Well, obviously. Um, the show that me and Chris host is this feels weird (laughs) let me just say that being on the other side of this Uh, obviously you should really know because this is on the Operation Retroshock feed anyway but yes Operation Retroshock ORS reviews involving both Chris and my wonderful self as Chris takes a wee giggle to himself at Retroshock 316 on Twitter Alan Price of PopCultureNetwork.com Etc. Etc. Yeah, so obviously, um, stay tuned for more full length episodes with Mike and myself. Um, we'll let you know on the WrestleShock um, Twitter feed, which is WrestleShock316. Obviously, if you're on YouTube, um, you can subscribe to my channel, Ventomania. We do. It's pretty face. Yeah, I see my face. Um, the way you didn't say pretty. If you, uh, there's some like giveaways and stuff I'll be doing there, so um, do that there. Um, if you want to email me with any ideas, obviously Alan and I are taking donations as well. If there's any um, items you want to cover, either on RetroShock or WrestleShock, um, you just need to head over to operationretroshock.podbean.com and hit the donate button and send us an email. Um, my email is vento316 at gmail.com and let us know um, what you want to get covered and we will gladly do that for you. Cool, man. Yeah, so, uh, can we say congratulations to Ted DiBiase Jr. on the birth of his son? 
Oh, well done, sir. Well done. So that's, uh, so that's another one. So he's going to be a fourth, a first ever fourth generation superstar in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, so yeah, thanks very much for listening and uh, join us again in the ring. Well, we'll have another discussion or another review. So ding ding. Michael Jordan's got his restaurant in Chicago. Coach Don Shula, the Miami Dolphins, he's got a steakhouse. But WCW's own world heavyweight champion Hulk Hogan, he's got pasta mania in the Mall of America. I want to try to get a word with him if I can squeeze in there. Hulk Hogan coming up. Debut edition of Monday Nitro. You've got Big Bub in the main event. Who's the greatest wrestler in the world? You know something, Eric Bischoff? Tonight on Monday Nitro, Pasta Mania is going to all my Hulkamaniacs running wild. And I've eaten so many Hulkaroos and Hulkaroos, I kind of feel sorry <laughs> for Big Bubba, brother. Because tonight, brother, first time on TNT, I'm putting the WCW heavyweight title on the line. And with Pasta Mania running through my brain, who's going to beat Big Bubba tonight, Hulkamaniacs? <laughs> And when I'm done dragging him around the Mall of America and all my pasta maniacs are tearing their WCW shirts off, brother, I'm going to give Big Bubba a dose of my Hulkaroos up there and then I'm going to body slam him again. You know, with little Hulkamaniacs like that, pasta maniacs all around the Mall of America, Big Bubba, you better tighten up that waistline, brother, because the Hulkster slim and trim I've been eating my pasta mania, and what you gonna do in the Mall of America, brother, when Hulk Hogan, pasta mania, and all my pasta maniacs run wild on you? What's he gonna do? All right.